Hello, listeners. Welcome to the Going Off Topic podcast. We're two storytellers who suffer from chronic writer's block. That's right. We're about as authentic as a story that ends mid-sent. I'm Brandon. And I'm Chris. And we are Going Off Topic. Hey listeners, welcome back to another episode of Going Off Topic. We have a really fun guest with us today. We have Catherine. I can't. Catherine Zeta Jones. <laughs> Catherine right. Zeta Jones. That is it. Did, no. uh, did Did you see what I did there in the opening? The the kind of a yes, Sopranos I thing. I did. Yeah. I just wanted to make well sure done. that wasn't lost on anybody. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think I think they'll catch on. It's an older show. That's why I just don't know how relevant. That is as you know a what? reference these I know, days. I know why you did that. It's like if I made a reference to Mozart, not a lot of people would be following it. <laughs> you know, I know why you did that. Why? Because you didn't. You were too lazy to make an actual authentic <laughs> line, and you just wanted to be. Oh, we're two people who cut off mid sentence. It's like clever, <laughs> very clever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyways, we have a guest with us today. We have Catherine Tremblay. How's it going? Hello. Hey. Hi. Long time no see. It's yes. really uh, nice. seen you in a Probably long time. some years, yeah, at least. It's been a couple I, years. I don't want to figure it out because I feel old all the time yeah, now. Have you guys realized to, yeah. that? Like in your in your late 20s? Uh, I you're kind of like, oh boy, things were many years ago now. <laughs> I mean, it's, I'm up. It's accelerating quickly. Yeah. I, I will say this, though. I like my age now than I did back in my early 20s yeah, and like mid 20s. Like right now, now, it's. Honestly, way better. You I know. feel calmer. I feel, yeah. uh, you know, more together. Like it's more, more solidified, more like, crystallized. There's still there's still problems, but you know, I'm yeah. still figuring things out. It's actually not that bad. Yeah. You've, you've <laughs> encountered enough scenarios in the simulation that you're like, okay, I know how to respond to this uh, now. The yeah. simulation. We're yes. in the simulation. We're in the simulation. Yes. Yeah. Nothing is real. <laughs> We're all ones and zeros. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's nice to have you on again. And uh, again. Do nice do to do see do. you again. Oh, there we go. That's <laughs> meant to yeah, say that. I thought yeah. we were Twilight Black Mirror Zone. Wow. Yeah. No. Wait, we've done this episode before? Uh, yeah. Yes, of course. Well, in a, in a different timeline. You don't remember? I'm offended. In a, diff- <laughs> in a different simulation, a different timeline, this is, yeah. Yeah. She's been a multiple get. You know, she's hosting we're in a couple timelines. probably like, you know, siblings or something in another yeah, timeline. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's how that works. That's how that works, right? You know, all the older listeners are completely like just already shut off the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I'm done here. I'm, just, I'm done with these like, weirdos. Wow, I, I have no idea what they're talking about. I'm just going to go to the next podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's probably for the best. They're just going to go to the Joe Rogan podcast. Uh, here, let's it. get them back. Um, hi, my name's Catherine. I really like crocheting and reading alone in my house. <laughs> Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> That's all the time we got, folks. From going off topic, take care, everybody. <laughs> See you around. <laughs> no, okay. Read um. safely. <laughs> okay, so we got our weird news and strange times coming up here. And this comes from NBC News. A Japanese billionaire giving away $9 million to Twitter followers in a social experiment. I wish I had that much money to just give away. It'd be yeah, nice. it's like that's it, that's fun for them. Like, oh, <laughs> I'm kind of bored. I'm just gonna throw nine million dollars out and watch yeah, the peasants I, I, fight each other for I it. I don't need nine million dollars, but like enough to pay for my student loans would be great. I'll like... take one one hundredth of that. <laughs> I'll take one one hundredth of nine million dollars right now. You you got a quarter? Yeah. Like... <laughs> <laughs> How about any quarters? Quarters good? Okay, yeah. cool. I got laundry to do. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, Japanese fashion tycoon Yusaka Meizawa. Um, by the way, imagine getting that as a title. I am a fashion tycoon, I'm a fashion not designer tycoon. 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 Oh God, that's that's impressive. <laughs> yeah. Um, also. We say this all the time. Apologies to the front. I cannot pronounce foreign names correctly, so just throw it out can, there. Okay, to be fair, we can't. To be fair, that's another letter. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we can't. Uh, we cannot pronounce any last name, so we'll just also throw that you, out there. Hey, you pronounced my, my last see? name right. See? You got it. We had <laughs> yeah. to rehearse see? that. Exactly. See? Fake exactly. news. <laughs> <It's just laughs> uh, I mean, like, can you pronounce my last name right? Because uh, actually someone did once. Wow. They mispronounced it. Incorrect. No pressure, Chris. They called you, like, Pope or something? <laughs> they did. Brandon it was Pope. a substitute teacher. And my that's, la- but that's, my, that's their job, my, though, is to misspell or mispronounce people's last my, names. My last name is not hard to mispronounce. It's spelled P-O-P-P. Pop, with an extra P. P-P-O-P. But this dude was trying to be pretentious and was like, Brandon Pope. And I'm like, you literally screwed up the easiest last name in the history of mankind. Way to go. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally an onomatopoeia. That's my literally my last name. Onomatopoeia. <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, the, the fashion tycoon is giving away $9 million to his Twitter followers. Uh, we should follow him really quick. Yeah, well, let's, yeah. Let's, let's, get, let's get going <laughs> I don't have a Twitter, but that. I can make one. Yeah, I'll get this done quick. Um, and what he says is a social experiment to see if payment boosts their happiness. So does wow. money make you wow. happy? Huh. <laughs> mm, I wonder. Um, may, <laughs> may, uh, so there's actually an actual finite amount he's given to each follower. I see. Um, oh. Mayazawa will give 1 million yen or about $9,000 in, in USD. Oh my gosh, $9,000 is a game changer for me right <sighs> off the bat. Yeah. Um, to 1,000 followers selected at a random from the who retweeted a January 1st post with the impact of the, of the money to be tracked enough to regular surveys. Mm. Um, is a serious mm. social experiment, said Meazawa on YouTube, adding he hopes to attract interest from academics and economists. Well, um, yeah, you're going to get them and probably man, a lot of other people. I wish I was rich enough to be eccentric. That sounds fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could be like Nicolas Cage where like he buys a like random stuff in his Florida mansion where he literally bought like a dinosaur skeleton complaint. I think it was you like see, a Transaurus Rex. I'd be Rex. all about that. I'd be like, yeah, man, like you want to come over and fill my swimming pool with peanut butter? Let's do it. Yeah. You know? I mean, yeah. why do you think Nicolas Cage does every movie he gets signed to? He's trying to pay off all the stuff he's bought randomly from the internet. <laughs> Aren't yeah. we all? Aren't yep. we mm-hmm. all? Um, Meazawa is known for his high spending on art, sports cars, and, and other things, but is also has a predilection for musing on the ideas like a world without money. Um, hey, sign me up. Wow. Yep. He tied the giveaway to the idea of basic income or the theory of providing a, a periodic, no strings attached payment to all citizens. I'm liking this guy. <laughs> this guy's speaking my language. Um, basic means a regular minimum amount offering a, a sense of security. What Maze I was offering is totally different, um, said. Oh boy. Uh, oh, you got a name? <laughs> the name Toshihiro <laughs> Nagahama, senior economist at Daiichi Life Research Institute. Uh, Miyazawa said that given the fact that he has the money and free time to make the payments, he felt the need to try to inspire and uh, de- great debate over the merits of the theory in Japan. Wow, I cannot read today. Uh, <laughs> Do you um, want us to read it? We can read it. No, I, I got it. That's, that's good. <laughs> this will be a team read. <laughs> this is my the teacher, the teacher is like, okay, you're going to read the first paragraph, you read the second paragraph, and I'll yeah, read the Yeah, popcorn third. read, remember? Yeah. 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 <laughs> to keep um, everybody socially aware. Yeah. <laughs> and terrified. Yes. 
Um, <laughs> the idea of a universal basic income has gained support over fears technologies such as an artificial intelligence will wipe out large numbers of jobs. But, yeah, but that concern is now. But that's for, why you got to be friends with the AI, like we talk about on going off topic all the time. We've been ahead of this right. for a very long time, Brandon. <laughs> right. We have been saying to everybody that you got to be friends with the AI now because then they're going to remember you the and they're going to help you. <laughs> Spooky. They're going to look out for you. Um, will wipe out large numbers of jobs, but that concern is, is for now less pronounced in Japan with its tight labor market, said Nagahama. Mm. It is the second larger giveaway by the entrepreneur who in November secured a $900 million payday through the sale of his online fashion business, Zozo Incorporated. That's to a Soft lot of Bank. street tacos. Mm. <laughs> business Zozo Incorporated to SoftBank Group Corporation. Wow, that was a mouthful. Um Meazawa, who recently grabbed headlines after his split from his actress girlfriend. I, oh, humble brag. So not this is how he's deal. getting over the breakup. There it is. <laughs> yeah. like, that's, that's his motivation. Exactly. He's it's gotta... not because he wants to be nice to people. It's because he's like, you know, I want to make her feel so bad. That she <laughs> Look broke at me it now. With me. Look at me now. <laughs> he had some billionaire buddy who was like, dude, you just got to do something. You got to get out there. You again. just got to do something to make people love you. You got to yeah. get a new hobby. It's Maybe like I've done all the back. hobbies. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> after his split from his girlfriend he gathered almost 7 million followers on Twitter with his mix of displays of um, conspicuous consumption and folksy pronouncements on yeah, meaning of life yeah breakup mm. yeah. behavior yeah. that's what I do <laughs> uh, YouTube is the latest online outlet for the businessman with the videos including a tour of his private jet a visit to the barber to dye his hair and updating his bank book after November's windfall yeah the oh windfall oh my wow. gosh what a okay so like it, it, in all retrospect like I feel like the more income you gain, I feel like there is a sentiment of actually giving more to the community with that. I thought and that the last time I had heard about something like that where they measured happiness with money, the the number for at least Americans, and this was recently, I think, was about 75000 a year is where mm. you pretty much hit your peak happiness for income. Like you're not going to see a big jump in happiness if you have much more than that. I don't know. I feel like mine is probably – Hundred thousand, maybe. Oh, okay, yeah, that, yeah. No, sure, sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just want to like that's barely simple. be yeah. six years, you yeah. know, like. Obviously, I feel like you have to do this later. And I mean, you can still give, yeah. of course, but like, I feel like if you want to give more, it has to be later in life when you've garnered more income, basically. Yeah. And that's something I want to do eventually. Like, I want to help reach out more with you know giving the charities and such like that, but. Or just like, you know, I volunteer. Yeah, I mean, yeah, even volunteer. So you got it all out of the way. Yeah, like, you're, you're good yeah, yeah, I'm done. Yeah, yeah. you got no the more requirements. Before <laughs> I left for China, I volunteered um, at this really great place called the Refugee Education Center. Mm -hmm. um, and then I kind of got like, uh, somehow I ended up doing an internship there at the same time. <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> and then in China, I like volunteered with my company. Uh huh. Um, and then now I write for. Uh, nonprofit in Portugal that mm -hmm. helps migrants and refugees. Okay, so, so yeah, a little what have casual, you done? What, casual. What have you done, Chris? Yeah. <laughs> um, it's just fun. You I, know? I, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Because I'm, I'm like, yeah, like I like this topic. Exactly. And, yeah, it's you know? it's actually interesting, and yeah. I know there's like you know some billionaires out there who actually do give back to the communities. I mean, look at Bill Gates, for instance. Like you know he donate so much money to help out others, you know, with, with that and such, you know, like, I feel like there needs to be more of that. I feel like the, a lot of the problems of the world could probably be solved with that, but you know, next topic, <laughs> 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 I feel like you can fill in those blanks, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this is from the courier, uh, company in UK. Uh, 
I'm still alive, declares Angus Mann after discovering his own grave in cemetery. <laughs> uh, <Tayside. Yikes>. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you hate when that happens? Uh, a Tayside man has told of the moment he discovered his own grave in a cemetery. Alan Haddle, so I got a decent last name there. Thank you, Alan Haddle, uh, (laughs) declared, I'm still alive, as he stood beside his headstone and said reports of his death had been greatly exaggerated. (laughs) Damn right. Oh, I love that. That is in the art. Oh, wonderful. Is somebody trying to, like, send him a message? (laughs) I feel like this is, this is not like a, like an accident thing. This is like a threat. You're going (laughs) to give us, you're going to give us the discount. Who's going to tell Alan that, like, he needs to watch his back? Yeah. Yeah, see, this yeah, is, this is the four far yeah. uh, uh, sketchy people. It's it's not in here the notes, but the actual photo of this article is hilarious. Like he's actually like leaning on the gravestone, like with this like <laughs> like what is this happening kind of look on his face. <laughs> like, it's awesome. like a freshly made gravestone too. And like oh, the rest man. are just completely degraded. He's like, yep, that's mine. I wonder psychologically how that would help or hinder people if they actually did already have like a plot like ready for them and they're like well, still living with it. Well, you know, like uh, on topic with writing here. So one of the few times we've been oh. on topic. Um, well, that we don't we don't do that. Here. We go off topic. Oh, okay. We, you we want me to not say it? it? Yes, we don't do that here. Sorry. No, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, they found that like it's really um, encouraging to write your own obituary. Because you can, like, kind of see what you wish to accomplish. Um, I've done it, like, twice. It's really Uh spooky, but fun. Um, I feel like that's what it. I do for fun. Is <laughs> right there, you? I feel like the uh, you just come up with cooler ways you pass. Like, yeah, each like time. well, I mean, like cooler things that I did. Like, oh uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like you know, updating a made up pool of uh, peanut butter. I think that's how I like got the idea to move abroad. Honestly, because I think I was like, well, <laughs> <laughs> I want to like be that like so everybody's far. weird aunt who like <laughs> you know. Like, <laughs> you know I Just picked you up this. Person. Yeah, I picked you up this sarcophagus pen from Egypt. Yeah, what do you think? Do you love it? <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, thanks. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna. Yeah, it's beautiful. I feel mm-hmm. like you know, it. The longer you live, you have to keep updating the obituary. I feel like that's kind of like updating a cover letter or resume. Like you add like yeah, the more stuff yeah. you do. Yeah. <laughs> well, like that. it's kind of like a slippery slope because now that I've gone to China, it's like what weirder thing can I do? I've got to like up you the could, ante. You could go to, but that could be encouraging. You could see the yeah. nightlife in Japan, from what I've Japan's seen. That's expensive. Yeah. yeah. Screw that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd rather go there when I have more money. Yeah, I'd rather go to Thailand. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Totally. That's so stupid. Uh, Mr. Haddle, I'll, I'll, but just to finish up what you were saying, I, I saw I saw someone say something like what you were talking about on Reddit about writing obituaries, but it was oh, yeah. like this this uh, thread was about when was the last time you saw something legit weird in the Matrix? You know, it's like glitch in the Matrix, Reddit or whatever, and. Yeah. This one person said that they had to write an obituary for one of their grandparents. And I was like, mm. that's super that's, disturbing that's and terrible. inappropriate because, yeah. like, if you're for yourself, it's a little different. But it's like mm-hmm. somebody else. Why do we hire journalists? Ex- yeah. Like- yeah. <laughs> and this was for a journalism <laughs> class, apparently. Oh. Yeah. And so he wrote an obituary for one of his living grandfathers, the healthiest one. And as he was writing it, the actual oh, no. grandfather <gasps> passed away. And so oh, no. you can imagine, oh. like, this guy turning oh, in this paper, no. like, yeah, th- you, this Thanks. is what you did. You I killed hope him. I get an A. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of required. You kind of have to because get an I'm A Because I'm going to be point. honest with you, Professor. I'm going to be absent for a while. <laughs> oh, and I need is... this A now. <laughs> he, he reads it. He's like, 
Eh. The writing's yeah. not Minus. great, but <laughs> I feel really gone. bad. I feel like you didn't spend enough time on this. <laughs> I feel like you didn't Gosh, what were you doing all this time? Is this even researched? He's my grandfather. No, it's like, like it sounds like you don't even know him. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Like, that is just bad juju. You yeah. put that out in the world? Oh, no. Yeah. So it's like, oh, anyway. I mean, that, if I die, though, it's fine. It's like, yeah, it's like, right, I mean, right. it happens. Like, yeah, I, mean, we have I think that's a pretty millennial sentiment right there. Yeah, like, like it, if I die, so what? You it know? happens. Yeah. You know? While Gen Z is like, like, yeah, let's all die. <laughs> yeah, no, Gen Z is taking it to the next level. They're yeah, we're just like, like yeah. we're, we're like very neutral about the situation. It's like, uh-huh. oh, it is what it is, but the Gen Z is like, yeah. <laughs> while they're eating and yeah exactly sorry you couldn't yeah. see it listeners but i was dabbing unironically yeah. so. uh podcasts are not a visual medium yeah yes. not we yet. try we try to we paint oh. the picture with our words oh. and sound design imagination yes. and then people will take it to the theater of the mind theater of the mind oh, i hate that term so much wait theater you don't like, theater theater of like theater of the mind i thought i riffed on that i hate that no term. you didn't it's so pretentious is the it a rap the- song yet i feel like it should be a rap song oh, theater of the mind yeah how would it go i don't know i'm, I'm not good at rap well, you, gotta, but you gotta rhyme mine <laughs> with something so. yeah i just i, I just time? feel like it would, it would time? somebody do that somebody in the e- the ether all right, going off topic. Yeah. Uh, Send followers. us your raps. Of, Send us uh, your mixtape. Yeah. Uh, theater of the Mind. We'll play it. We will play it. We will play it. Yeah, we, for we all are... two of our listeners. <laughs> listeners, I don't know if you've noticed this yet. The ones who've been listening have picked up. Uh, we are desperate for content, so please uh, send us your Theater of the Mind raps. It doesn't matter if it's 30 seconds or 30-minute one. Actually, we'd prefer the 30-minute one. It's much less work yeah. for us. Yeah. We'll just set that play, and we'll go have to coffee break. It. You we'll know, it play. doesn't even have to Smash rhyme. Brothers. You can just literally speak prose into your phone. <laughs> oh, yes. man, we're going to have a good poetry episode sometime soon. <laughs> You're welcome. I've, I've officially <laughs> set this up as now a poetry podcast. Welcome <laughs> to the Going Off Topic Poetry Podcast. Ooh. Get ready for the wonderful poets of the mind <laughs> see that's what i mean like theater of the mind it's oh maybe it's just wait, the way you say maybe, it maybe it's the way you say it sounds so pretentious like the way to immediately like get slapped in the face let me give it a try because the way you're saying it might yeah. make it, it might influence you so <clears throat> all right <laughs> no way to sugarcoat it it's just awful the theater of the mind oh god get crazy on that too Oh yeah! I just oh, see, it's impossible it's to great. say it. No, you Theater of the mind. Yeah, you I can't. just like that you had to listen to that in your headphones. Oh, I know. Yeah. Why do you think I did oh. it? That's <laughs> uh, revenge for all the times where before we start recording, I just make a lot of weird, yeah, like weird, gross noises into the mic. You can mic. stop right now. I'm not hearing them again. <laughs> That's a drive. I thought we, crazy. I thought we agreed yes. to not do that. Hey, oh yeah, we have. Um, <laughs> Yeah, we'll I have the ASMR episode soon, too. <laughs> I love ASMR. I don't know what your deal no, is. No, no, like, no, I, I'm completely fine with people who, who do ASMR. I just don't care for it. Like, oh, yeah. I just, like, hearing you some of that stuff. You don't like, like your brain to, like, get all tingly and weird? Mm-hmm. Oh, I guess you no. don't like endorphins. <laughs> serotonin. Oh, no, I go out and get guy. my endorphins. <laughs> Look at this guy. He doesn't need his serotonin. He doesn't even, he doesn't even like endorphins. <laughs> Uh, Mr. Haddle uh, oh, yeah. said uh, he had realized something was not right because his social life has been deathly. And they, this is in the article. Mm, I'm not being, sure. I'm not being sure. sneaky. Uh, deathly quiet for the past three or four months. So whoever wrote this is uh, they they know what they're doing. Um, <clears throat> uh, he said uh, he now knows the reason his phone has not been ringing. It's because people have been under the impression he was dead. 
Uh, Mr. Haddle said the erection of his headstone. Interesting choice word there. Are they British, though? And, uh, yes. Yes, yes they were, there you go. Okay. Yeah, yeah they, they That's do why that they chose that word. Yeah, okay. Um, we're going to have to bleep that. Uh, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> headstone in uh, <laughs> New uh, Monthill Cemetery in Forfar was done without his knowledge, and the whole affair was, quote, like something out of only fools and horses. Don't know that reference. Mm. Yeah. Um, now he wants to set the record straight and let people know he is very much alive. He has also spoken to Angus Council officials and plans to put a cover over the headstone which bears his name. He said, quote, People think that I'm dead. My phone hasn't rung for three or four months. I'm sorry, that's... <laughs> Welcome to the club. I mean, yeah. uh, Maybe he just needs to charge it. I need to check to see if I got a <laughs> headstone out there somewhere. you turn it off and turn it back on again? <laughs> uh, he continues, I've been confused by it all, but now I know why nobody has been calling. I don't even want to be buried. I plan to be cremated. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Uh, wow. Nobody asked him. Did they? <laughs> Nobody consulted with him. Yeah. Although I, I took a death and dying philosophy class back when I was in college, and we talked about this briefly where it was like, you kind of don't get a say. I mean, you get like a say in how you, oh, I want to be buried or cremated. But at the end of the day, the people who tend to that, like you, I mean, you're you dead. It doesn't matter. Yeah, like you know, <laughs> what I'm getting at? exactly. Like it, uh, that's why you gotta have good relationships and friends that are hopefully gonna like honor. But at the mm. same time, if you're dead, it's like you don't unless there's like like you know like oh I I, I saw you do that. You did not cremate me. I'm now buried. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, did you get the pick up the ghost? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Because uh, I, I, I figured that's just how the, the accents we all get. We, like, I, I feel like you're wanting accents. me to do more modulation as you keep on saying this stuff. Possibly. Thanks. Uh, good luck with that <laughs> editing, Brandon, uh, if, if you even do that. Uh, he has put the blame for the headstone at the door of his ex-wife from whom he separated uh, some 26 years ago. Wow. <laughs> wow. <Man>. <laughs> He's I bet my ex-wife he's did not, this. He's not uh, letting that go. All right. Uh, the 75-year-old who spent 37 years as a welder before retiring claimed his ex-wife has bought the plot of land and put up the uh, headstone with the intention of them being buried together. Both their names appear on the headstone. Whoa. Okay. So this was a, okay. this was a long... He just forgot they, about it. They could have just put this at they the beginning. They tried to make us yeah. like so concerned at the beginning of this yeah. article when really it was this just is a very, normal, a very normal ex-wife yeah. being a little eccentric yes yeah. but yeah. she's not really rich enough to get away with it apparently yeah she's right. not like the previous yeah. uh, article the the japanese uh eight fashion million. tycoon eight, nine million dollars you know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, i've never ever said i want to be buried alongside my wife Ooh. okay Ooh, so mm. uh mr the big, uh, the that's why he wants to be cremated <laughs> <laughs> uh mr haddle who has two grown-up children with his former spouse uh we've been separated 26 years and there's no animosity mm. but i'm struggling to take it all in uh to uh to he continues to find out you have a gravestone in a cemetery while you are still alive isn't something that happens every day uh, no, that's a, it's a whole new meaning to uh she wants me for my body Right. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Oh, oh see, look at that. I, I like that. Yeah. Okay. That's that's not kind of human. Once again, kind of cute. <laughs> Once again, preface: I am not going to be able to pronounce these names oh, correctly. Oh, okay. They're very long and very complex. Mm. So just 
wind that right there. You, you know, though, you always, like, just instill like, this dread, like, before you, you say it, but, like, you really do a decent job. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, we're, I, we're over here just being like, hey, uh, yeah, we're, yeah. Yeah. this guy. <laughs> exactly. Um, this is coming from The Guardian. Uh, chicken kills man with a blade during cockfight. Yeah. That doesn't surprise I, me. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. <laughs> the earth's fighting back. <laughs> um, nature knows. Nature knows. So... <laughs> A man was killed after being slashed by blade tied to a rooster in a cockfight in India, police said on Thursday. Oh, man. Um, the incident draws attention to the controversial practice, which has, continues in the country at a large scale to, despite the ban. Um, here we go. Uh, the victim, Sarapali Venketswara, yep. um, 53. Sounds right to me. <laughs> was holding the rooster at a death match in the village of Pragatavaram. Um Oh, yeah. I, Praga Devaram. You were there last yeah, week, right? Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> um, my favorite vacation spot in India. What was your favorite part of the trip? Yes. I never Explain. went to India. <laughs> ah. <laughs> uh, was holding the rooster at a death match in the village last week when it tried to regain its freedom, lashing it at its owner. Man, um, imagine that. Um, he made efforts to hold on, but he got but he got deep stabbed injuries from a sharp knife, small sharp knife attached to the rooster's leg, which also slashed the, his main thigh vein, causing him to bleed profusely. Um, said police officer. It's like, oh, these these things aren't dangerous enough. Let's put a knife on them. Let's give it a <laughs> well, knife. I think the reason why they put the knife on there is to make the the battle, not the battle, like the the match go faster because yeah. they don't have time. Yeah. They're trying to go as much. They're trying, trying as to possible. fight as, as many possible. chickens as possible. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, this is. I so far I'm like, yeah. You think? Yeah. <laughs> you gave it a knife. <laughs> um. Said the police officer uh, Shanita um, during the DPA by phone Thursday. He died on the way to the hospital. Doctors said um, said the incident shocked the man, causing a heart attack. She said so. She was he was older, heart oh, attack, okay. lot, lots of acceleration. That's what caused it. Hard to let go of your favorite hobbies. You know. <laughs> <laughs> um, the incident took place on January fifteenth, but reports emerged in the Indian media only later, causing regional police to intensify a crackdown on such events. It is a tragic incident, but I, but ironic that the rooster bred to kill its opponent fowl and bring a bounty instead, killing its owner. The rooster has escaped. We couldn't trace it, so he got away. With yes. It. <laughs> we um, couldn't get prints on the there knife. There could not have been a better ending to this story. <laughs> Even so that rooster with a knife is just out there. He's yep, out there. Just pecking away. <laughs> Carving out a future for himself. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, Brandon is actually laughing. He's not stonewalling me with silence on that one. Uh, no, he's dying. <laughs> yeah, he's slowly turning red. You got him now. You got him right where you want him. Yes. You know, I bet he looks pretty Good. sharp, too, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, stop it. Yes. <laughs> Uh, Uh-oh. Even though India's Supreme Court has put a ban on it. <laughs> From now on, no more just, roosters with knives. Yeah. Just imagine like the rooster's like throwing the knife with its foot like towards a predator. He like, goes up to like an Uber and he's like, take me away from here. <laughs> okay, whoa, I don't want any trouble. Hide your kids, hide your wife. <laughs> oh my god. Oh wow. That thing kicks. <laughs> Okay. 
Um, even though the India Supreme Court put a ban on organizing or inciting animal fights, tens of millions of rupees exchanged hands as cockfights continue in several India's southern regions. Wow, use a period, maybe, or a comma in this sentence? Jeez. You know, that's the thing um, I've really picked up from us reading articles, is there's a lot of times where I'm like, wow, yeah, where's the it's, punctuation? Well, you just have to, like, try to say it all without taking a breath and see how far you can get. Like, Perfect. Like, look at I this. I love doing that. <laughs> like, it's completely that's all one sentence like oh yeah no that's, there's that's there's not no how you there's do no sentences. break um aspiring right <laughs> storytellers writers please use periods use semicolons well, use here's commas the thing. Use there's editors out it. there here's the thing journalists jobless. get away with this because they never have to like do readings yeah you know but like what about they can editors just... are jobless editors out there yes. who are desperate to look at janky paragraphs <laughs> and make them right are you are you are you trying to say something you, yeah, you oh no i'm not i'm a video <laughs> editor that's oh, different from oh, a writing editor this, so yeah writer yeah, editor. We're, yeah. We're, we're like cousins you know like, <laughs> we support each other you know we might let each other like get on their feet and live on each other's couches for a bit but you know it's separate it's it's separate mm. thing. yeah so that that's basically it. it it just gave some t- statistics about animal fights in india oh, yeah. it, it, just terrible yeah. don't do it but terrible um but yeah so I mean, it still happens in america sometimes right yeah there's still uh, yeah, pitbull yeah. fights and pitbull such fights. and oh, yeah, it's terrible it's awful. awful yeah but in a sense just there's other ways to better ways to earn money guys, guys yeah. i cried last night because like i was watching this show about like a vet in michigan uh-huh. and like this dog like this little dog got attacked by another dog who just jumped out of like a car uh-huh. and like just went straight for the throat and then the little dog died, oh. and I I was just like quietly sobbing on my couch just for this this dog, and I'm like I don't even I don't even know these people. That's sad. Like I just I'm like why do I do this to myself? Never watch animal shows. This is this this is the moral of the story because it's all very sad and we treat animals terribly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, sorry to bring that down. <laughs> uh, I think it's time to end well, the episode. Thanks for joining us on Going Off Topic. Uh, thank I'm you, Catherine, for coming in. So, yeah, uh, this is going to be quite a pivot. Um, oh, Vermont boy. lawmakers <laughs> bill <laughs> would allow emoji on a license plates. What? Uh-oh. Um, it's happening. They've gone too far. <laughs> so this is funny because we had we were talking, Vermont was in the news recently when we were talking about the, no, the cell phone ban yeah, for people yeah. under 21. Now they're like, emojis on license plates. Wait. Now they lost so much face when they did that. They're like, we got to get <laughs> whoa, the Gen whoa, whoa. We got to get the kids back, back over here. All right. Just, just gonna do a um, little prediction here. There's gonna be a lot of peach and eggplant emojis oh, on license yeah. plates. Oh, it's gonna get outlawed no. pretty quickly. Yeah, it's gonna get really They're bad. Like, okay, you can have emojis. No peaches or eggplants, <laughs> and no, not the weird face. They'll either. probably no. This is what they'll do: is they'll probably like provide ten emojis that they you know, all you know, faces. to choose from. Yeah, all smiley <laughs> yeah. faces because they don't want people to exactly. pick. Exactly, they don't want any road rage. Plus, it's like a lot to print on a license <laughs> plate, right? Like, yeah. yeah. There's also like the uh, the purple devil horns smiley face. Uh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't mind that one. That one's fine. That's that's funny to me. I, I, I would love a license plate that just had the side eye koi emoji because that's just kind yeah. of my persona in general. I would my, love that. As the, but wait, so that. you would get the side eye emoji. What would mm. you get, Britain? I would get the upside down smiley face emoji. Oh, <laughs> that's my yeah, life in no, general. I agree okay. with that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> life is pretty crazy. What, what about so, you, Catherine? Yeah, you oh, boy. I think... What? 
What emoji describes the you one that best? I use the most is I use like the little stars. I don't know why. I just oh, think yeah. it's cute. Like the eyes are it. stars? No, no, no. Just like it's just the like three, three, three little stars. Yeah. But I, I also use like the one where the tongue is sticking out and it's winking at the same yeah. time. Yeah, that's hard to do. I know. Like it's it's fun. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it just looks like I had some bad wasabi. Yeah, I, yeah. Uh, obviously, all our listeners have no idea what we're what they're saying. Right yeah, now. But we're doing it in the theater of the mind. The theater, theater of, of the, the mind. mind. Theater <laughs> of the mind. Vermont State Representative <laughs> Rebecca White has introduced a bill to the House that would add six emoji to the list of allowable symbols. So they're See? ahead of us on that. They're like, uh, no, yeah, no eggplant, no peach. Why are you getting all the articles that have the easy last names? Uh, well, you know, it's just my karma. America. You know, this is, I'm, I'm finally <laughs> America. It's, 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 it's great to see good things happen to good people, you know. So. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, the emoji would uh, not be in place of existing letters or numbers on plates, according to TV station WPTZ. Instead, registrants, I have never heard that word before, Reg- registrants. Registrants. That's interesting. Uh, could choose one of them to add to their current or new license plates. Uh, the bill, which was introduced Wednesday, does not specify which six of the 3,019, oh my gosh, yeah. had high emojis recognized by the nonprofit Unicode cons- Consortium? That's a cool word. Uh, can be used on Vermont plates. The bill does not mandate an additional charge for adding an emoji. I'm that's what? the that's the thing I'm most surprised by. Really, they can uh, earn a lot of money. Yeah, that's that. how yeah. they get like an extra twenty bucks out of people. I, I, I'm gonna say this. <clears throat> Government's missing an opportunity to make money. Yeah. yeah. I can't believe I'm, I'm saying this, yeah. but yeah, you're like, government, what are you Fix doing? Fix Vermont's roads. <laughs> Enact the emoji bill. Uh, the state already has a number of alternate plates in addition to the standard uh, white or green design. Um, drivers can opt for the con- uh, the conservation plates featuring a variety of animals. Huh, lame. And instead, <laughs> so give me the emoji one. Uh, uh, and members of organizations like uh, the Freemasons and American Legion can have their logos displayed as well. Hmm. Uh, Vermont isn't the first place to introduce emoji license plates, although it would be the first in the U.S., the Australian state of Queensland. Okay, yeah, the first in the U.S. So Have trouble there? Uh, I was just confused. Yeah. <laughs> The Australian slate of Queensland allows drivers to add one of five emojis. Laugh out loud, wink. Okay. I'm, yeah, mm-hmm. wink's probably mm-hmm. the most. Although they got sunglasses, hearty <gasps> okay. eyes, or right. smile uh, to their plates for an additional 500 Australian dollars. So See? five Aussie yeah. bucks. Well, Australia's just there. That's a little bucks. over the top, I think. But, you know. Yeah. They need. Smart. They need more. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, with the, with the fires right now, like yeah, yeah that's yeah. fine. Uh, it's like five hundred yeah. for an we'll emoji. Give you some. <laughs> sure. Uh, as with uh, the Vermont proposal, the Queensland plates do not replace existing alphanumeric characters with the emoji, but rather okay. add them as a supplementary supplementary element. That's what I was kind of wondering, like because like with registration, like you know when you're yeah. like looking up stuff. Yeah, so you're gonna have a lot of cars with four twenty winky face. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Or another number. Another. Oh, 69. Okay, I didn't know if, if, if it was going to be too inappropriate no. to say, but yes. Some people won't get it. Yeah, some people won't get it. The the people who are generally good, innocent people would not Wait, get what? that. Wait, <laughs> what? Can you explain it to can me you, in intimate can detail? Can you explain it? I'm not quite sure that I understand. Is it because they're like flipped? Is it something like that? It's funny? <laughs> Oh my Numbers gosh, are it funny. looks like a telephone. That's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> it's like they're a telephone with each other. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. I love it. <laughs> I'm getting it. 69, 69, 69, 69 on my car. Hey. Nice. Nice. <laughs> okay. Anyway. You, you, know what, you, know what, anyway. you know what is nice? Holiday of the day. <laughs> Okay, so uh, I wish this we could, is... I wish we could license the the uh, from Halo for people who played Halo when you would shoot a grunt in the head. They had the grunt birthday party add on you could have where mm-hmm. it's like when you shot him in the head, confetti shoots out, and it's like you hear these like kids are like, "Yay!" <laughs> <laughs> I wish we could license that sound effect. Maybe because, maybe man, I can... we could have some good times. Maybe with I can that work something effect. out. You never know. I might get some. some... Uh, our yeah, Patreon some is. Uh... <laughs> 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 We're going to uh, ask my. Microsoft out and see what yes. they uh, we're gonna casually bring it up on a date. <laughs> so that grunt birthday party sound effect, it'd be real it. nice if we could use that on going you, up topic. Me, coffee, some sound effects. Sound effects. <laughs> That's my life. You'll never find. So Boom. I'm gonna do this for now on, and I, I told you guys this before, but okay. for our listeners, um, since we generally air our episodes at a exact date, which is yes. Friday usually, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to do holidays for Those. not on recording day, but on the day it's released. Okay, so, so putting a lot of faith in our ability to get podcasts out on time. Yes, <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> it's so. kind of like what we said yesterday. We have to say it. And then we have to follow oh, through. I'm cheering for you guys. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But uh, uh, which yeah. is why we talked about merch. You know, we're still working on merch. Yes, <laughs> it's coming. Hey, these dudes are all right. You should follow them. Yes. Yay. That's a nice plug. Thank you. Hey, thank That's you. That's nice. Thank you. Hear that, listeners? <laughs> <laughs> all of you who already follow us. <laughs> um, so first one. Uh, this one's funny. <laughs> so today is National Fun at Work Day. Well, so if you're listening to this at work, remember, have some fun. So, you know, make having fun a priority. Create a festive vibe. Hire a caterer. Humor boasts creativity. (laughs) Create a fun environment and stay hydrated. Oh, I if love your manager that. does any of these Hire things for you, like stay there forever. Yeah, yes. seriously, you've hit the jackpot. <laughs> As a person who you're does working not... for a fashion tycoon. Yes, yeah. and this <laughs> seems like an office work kind of environment, and yeah. not a any other type of work environment. So, yeah. not trying to dish on the holiday itself, but for people in the office. If you can do these things, if, that's cool. Yeah, like, if you work in you. the service industry, allow yourself to do one petty thing to a customer <laughs> on that day. <laughs> one freebie. Just one free petty thing to make yourself feel good. That's having fun at work. Yeah, you know, I completely it's, agree. It's funny. I, I won't go into the specifics, but we actually do try to liven up at my place of work. Um, oh, mine my, my too. Yes. Actually, Chris works at the same company as I <laughs> yeah, do. Yeah. So that's yeah, really cool. Look at that. Um, unfortunately, we're in different shifts and different yeah, departments and different yeah. buildings, so oh. we don't actually see just, each other. I, I live a different life, you know. He, he does. It's second might... shift life. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm nocturnal. So you'll, I am the night. you'll be able to do this stuff, but they'll have yeah. like stuff every month where it's like, oh, like for Halloween, it's like dress up in your costume or you're like, hey, Here's ugly sweater day, or hey, we have a Valentine's thing going on. Here's some candy and such. Yeah, my department. That's, that's how I. That's my primary my, way of getting candy on Valentine's mm. Day from people not. I just tell others. everybody that I'm like single and that I'm sad. And yeah. Then oh, they that's just perfect. Give me stuff. And I'm like, just, just I'm single, but I'm not sad. But I'll still take the. candy. <laughs> oh well, then you get yes. no candy. No, what's you have a, to be what's sad. What's a little as well. white lie here and there? You know, you have yeah. to be sad as what's well. The, oh, that's coming up, isn't it? February. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, you know that means I've done like it's tomorrow three Valentine's days because like 
the Chinese Valentine's Day is in the fall, mm-hmm. and then we obviously celebrated normal Valentine's Day in February. So, oh, that's just too many. Yeah, yeah no, um, that's just too many reminders. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. but. But unfortunately, my de- <laughs> sips some coffee, looks to the side. <laughs> Not a big deal. <laughs> um, but unfortunately, my department, we have to wear, not uniforms, but we have to wear this jacket every time we work. Oh, so that's we, so cool. You it, guys have matching jackets? It's, it's like not a club. As, it's not as cool as you think. <laughs> it's like a bowling club. Like, when I see, like, we have, like, televisions that promote, like, all these, like, you know, like, news stuff. Like, oh, hey, here's, you know, so-and-so day coming up. You know, wear your blank. Yeah. And I'm like... I would love to do that. I I would be the guy from the office to be like, hey, I'm going to go in all this, like having fun and positivity at the office. And you know, I would dress up in the stupidest stuff ever. But unfortunately, I can't because I'm wearing this jacket. So it's like, cool. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I've already ranted about this with like my family members and other friends. But just so I'm going to rant out to my listeners now. So. It's, a, it's okay. We're here for you emotionally. Thank you. I appreciate it. Kind of. Kind of. We got our own stuff to in deal our with. Jacketless jobs. <laughs> yes. Yeah. As, and he, I, I said today when I walked into the apartment, he was wearing this super slick new jacket. And I was like, "Look at this guy! Look at that jacket!" And I complimented your jacket. So yeah, yeah you this, did, you're I'm, all about jackets. I'm today, about Chris. jackets today. Yeah, <laughs> jacket Chris. Yeah, the jacket guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be my new gamer tag. Uh, yeah. Jacket guy, yep. sixty nine. Um, but <laughs> but 69. hello, hello. <laughs> <laughs> but for people who who do want to, you know, practice in this like i say go for it i think it's nice to actually liven up the office but yeah. don't let it be only a day for this let let it be most of but the yeah, year yeah do something special, petty though. all year yes but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> every day is a day to be petty yes yeah um but the other holiday we have is national hot two. chocolate day Ooh, so have hot chocolate at work it's yes. like, what do you do? You like watch the Polar Express, make yourself a hot chocolate. Yeah, like... we're not done yes. with Christmas yet. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we, no, it's... we are done with Christmas. No, we're not. <laughs> why? That's what. That's what I'm confused about. A, B, C. Always be why Christmassing. Isn't, no, no. Why isn't Hot Chocolate Day like during the Christmas season? Because Christmas hogs it all. <laughs> yeah. Nogs it all. Oh, that wasn't Chris, good. That was a no, no, that no, makes sense. Because it, it because, just because it makes hard. sense doesn't mean it's no, funny. No, <laughs> no, it's good. Um, <laughs> Laugh at it. Okay, all right. Here, I'm just gonna say this right now. Um, people have their freedom and choice to decorate the house all they want, and I totally mm-hmm. get that. And I say this in a house that has a yeah, um, garland are, in you the are bedroom. Always fall. You are ABF. Always be falling. Always be falling. <laughs> always be failing (laughs) but you know a garland on a bedpost is something but having a lidded christmas tree for three to four months out of the year we still have our christmas tree (laughs) oh we took it down the day after because my mom hates christmas Uh, (laughs) hi barbara she's she's probably gonna listen to this my mom hates christmas so like she was we were looking at the tree and we were like is barbara also green and live on top of a mountain over whoville (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And just, looking through the yellow I'm, pages and saying, checking. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> why, yeah. why does she Well, get... it's just like, you know, and I've kind of, you know, I've just been in China for a year. I don't really care about Western holidays that Yo, you, much. Wow. So you're, you're that changed already. It's I like, yeah, know. they're all like, garbage I, it's now. It's weird because like, it's not the same I when you're see. not at home. Uh-huh. So it's kind of just like, well, adapt I'm just going to not care about it and it's fine. You're like, you're so like, like I got grills. home and we were just like, oh God, this Christmas tree is just in the way. We just need to get rid of it. Yeah. 
And so, so Christmas did. is just done now. You guys, the the the, the tremble is no more Christmas. It's January. Yeah, well, it's a new it's a new <laughs> yeah, month. It's, it's a, a new year. year. Yeah, uh, starting off a new new year. Like, new I think Christmas. it's fine to wait until after New Year's, but like yeah, you like, gotta draw a line. My, when I, I take mine down, like January first, January second. Like I, once once January is here. Nope, get in the box. Yep, basically, just get in the box. Get in the box. Like I will. I hang up the tree. Thank you for like, your service. Get right in the after box. Thanksgiving, and then I have it up for December, and then I wait after New Year's Eve, and then boom, we're done. I see. Yeah, you know, okay. it, it's it's. A, I've always grown up with that, so it's like. But obviously, you've grown up with the tree being there always, kind of thing. So, what do you take it down? Actually, I'm I'm actually curious. It's a good question. I don't know when we're going to take it down. I think that's part of the fun. We May? might have it up there till Fourth of July, just to. <laughs> Because the lights are soothing. We have the we took the ornaments then, out. Uh, King monsters. Something like you we know, have yeah. the lights on because it's soothing. It's, it's soothing to look at. And okay, my just gosh, because if, if, winter in Michigan is super depressing, yes. doesn't mean that like is that why we have to cope. Is that why we have to survive? It's like just bear take, grills. Just you pop a adapt. couple vitamin D pills and take your tree down. We're already doing that, Catherine. <laughs> it's not enough. We need the Christmas magic. In January, well, January ha- needs it the most. Okay, no March. Brandon, need, March Brandon, needs something uh, the is, most. This is too no, much. No, this I I can't. I, I don't think I can. I'm glad we're this. on the same page. Yes. No, guys, come on. <laughs> Merry Christmas. No, guys. Agree no. with me. Guys, come on. No, no. There be that one person that has to tree up all year round because they don't want yeah, to take it down. That's and so they, ridiculous. And they, oh, no. And they de- replace the ornaments only. So like Valentine's Day, there's a bunch of hearts on there. Yeah. And then March. Have you a met bunch somebody who does this? I, I'm theoretically giving a straw man. Because idea. don't like, give him ideas. I'm loving this idea. <laughs> I, what are you gonna do for uh, August? For August, well, that will have uh, like some cool like uh, ornaments where it's like their suns, but with like shades. But like the shades are pulled down, and the suns like winking at you. Are you gonna make you. an emoji tree? Yeah, of like don't, summer, no, late summer no. stuff. Catherine, please, the emoji <laughs> tree. Don't do that. I love the that. Emoji yeah, tree. the emoji tree. I am oh, this, I'm I am this close to like stopping the recording right now. Stop the whole damn thing. Turn it off. No more podcasts. We're oh, done. Man, oh, no. this is frustrating. going off topic. Is canceled. You know what? You know what's a better way to celebrate that warmth and that seasonal vibe? Hot chocolate day. Uh, oh yeah, the yeah. holiday. Yes. Oh. Friday. Not Christmas. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or, or Valentine's Day for people put, who are in relationships. Yeah, yes. Yeah. I'll put mugs of hot chocolate on our tree to celebrate on Friday. It is the <laughs> beverage of winter, coziness, and warmth. Spice yes. up hot chocolate with a different variant and turn up your taste buds. And I just like have that. fun with it. That sounded like a really like weird commercial. I like no, he, I, I like the way he said it. It was like an NPR yeah. commercial. Yeah. Hi. Hi. Welcome. Hot chocolate. Hot chocolate. Day. All over you. You know it. Warmth. You love it. <laughs> we love it. It's hot, just like you. Coco. <laughs> <laughs> Taste the rainbow. <laughs> but yeah, just it's um, it's a stupid holiday. Like I'll, I'll say it right now. But you know what? There's, that's what we do on going after. We talk about stupid holidays all year round. Yeah, that's, that's the only we time we're you know, stupid. No, I think show. I could make it work. I think it's a decent holiday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was gonna throw the paper up but yeah, i still need be, it for the other topics that would be oh. silly <laughs> yeah I'm sick of this stuff i don't need yeah, a script stupid holiday actually, actually i need it actually yeah. i need it please come our back. new t- our new name of our new show <laughs> going off script going off script speaking of going off script, prescriptions mm. yeah that would make so for an interesting show i i so i actually want to talk about one thing i kind of just made this up front here but okay. uh I, I want to talk about one thing before we talk about our main topic oh we didn't discuss this we earlier. did not um my yesterday my roommate and i we were um 
briefly, um, Charles, previous yeah. guest, yes. two-time guest. Of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, friend of the pod. <laughs> friend of the pod. Um, friend of the pod. <laughs> so he he and his girlfriend got got some pizza yesterday. What and kind of pizza from, from where? I think it was Papa John's, I Papa think. Papa John's, okay. So, you know, got a little, got a little you know, theater of the mind for the people. Yeah. Just saucy. Like a, yeah, know. very saucy. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> um, and he came back. And he's like, I got a philosophical question for you. And I'm like, is everything okay? He's like, like no, 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 it's nothing bad. It's just like, do you tip for carryout? And I'm like, no, I don't. He's like, okay. And we went to this discussion about tipping for carryout when you go to the place rather than delivering it. Mm. You would tip the delivery. I would say no. Yeah, because like they're not, they didn't go out to you to they, get they it? have no customer service like it's right. like they literally make the pizza and then it's handed to you yeah well maybe i'm just a big suckerino because uh, i give a tip yep, no matter are. what anytime no. <laughs> i see that thing for tip i'm like okay yeah here yeah you go. no like that's that's the thing like i'm a huge like i always give tips and like a 20 percent yeah. and more depending on you know how good the service was and stuff but the thing is is like i made an effort to going out to do this and <laughs> I, I don't know i just i don't really you don't tip for for carry out. That's that's yeah. unreasonable. It's already unreasonable how much we have to tip here because they're not paid enough. Yes, that's that's yeah. the thing. We need to maybe that's more. why. I, maybe that's why I do tip because I'm just like, oh, I know. Just take. I'm sorry. Just take I'm, I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like I, I don't know. Like, it was just a very interesting question that was brought up. I'm just like, I wonder what you guys, your thoughts was about the whole thing. Well, yeah, I'm gonna say yeah. no. I'm, I'm yeah. I I do. <laughs> okay, uh, but, so Chris is a saint. <laughs> yes, uh, <laughs> I just I don't know. I just see it and I'm like, do you tip uh, carry out more than yes. you do delivery? I, I I think I tip delivery a little more, but see, I still give carry out. Something. So okay, then that that makes more sense because I'm like, if yeah. you tip out carry out more than delivery, I'm like, I, I think we're done with this podcast. Well, usually <laughs> because because the, like what I'm giving is usually it's not it's like it's not like it, it, the money i'm giving is not going to change my life one way or the other unless i'm you know unemployed or something then it's like oh i need every single dollar because i'm going to stretch this for all it's worth if they have a jar out on the counter say, oh, yeah. or something and i have like a spare dollar for sure like but yeah yeah i don't know Where I, like, I, i'm not gonna like write it in on my credit card receipt and <laughs> yeah <laughs> calculate the percentage i'm not gonna do math do math for yeah, carry yeah. Out. yeah math in itself i don't know is... how big of how this controversial it is kind of thing so like i, I, I was just yeah, like i, I didn't because i've never this thought was, about it before like, this was a shocking uh gotcha question yeah, that i was not prepared i don't know for. i've never sold pizza before no, it's mostly pizza. <laughs> you so I I sold. Wait, you need to get a guest on here who sells pizza so you yeah. can ask. Yeah, hmm. that'd be well. Yeah. Leah did. Um, she did work for Papa John's for a while. That's so, right. So we'll have to have her call, like, have get, some call her yeah, right we now. Have, maybe yeah, call her up. Just, <laughs> hey, we have a really important moral quandary. Wow, we're, we're live on the pod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. You've been on twice. Yeah. So um, anyway, yeah. So, uh, uh, <laughs> Papa John's, we want you to recall your entire time there. And how wonderful of an experience it was. Yeah, <laughs> um, what is your honestly. take on... Uh, uh, quick, quick question. Uh, do, you, do you like people who would tip you um, for carryout? Oh, you like those people. Huh. Yeah. Case in point, Chris is right. What's the next topic? <laughs> <laughs> ah, spinning. Ah, the sp- yes. Spinning. I love it. The sweet sound of silence. <laughs> the spin zone. Hello, darkness, my old friend. Uh, uh, anyway. <clears throat> yep. So now we have Catherine's topic, which is actually very, very cool, actually. Very um, cool. So, very cool. 
She's not talking about fruits or strawberries. Hey, I, I do to... love berries. That's so, a true thing. Yeah. Yeah, you do? Berries are all right. Like, yeah. what's her, what's her I mean, favorite? they're antioxidants. What? <laughs> I mean, blueberries? blueberries? Raspberries? Raspberries. Goji berries. Strawberries. Sometimes, if they're ripe enough, you know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but uh, you I actually... like the green ones. Did you know? I think avocados are berries. I heard the other day. Well, they do have a seed. Or, uh, or uh, pumpkins. Pumpkins are berries. That's avocados from really? Mexico. Pumpkins are berries. I listened to a whole podcast about pumpkins because I have nothing better That's... to do with my life. Oh well, hey, welcome there's aboard. A, there's a niche yeah. for everything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you are actually a a writer, actually. For... Oh yeah, I do that. <laughs> you put the old pen to paper. Yeah, sure do. <laughs> <laughs> See, you're working on that so, southern drawl there. So, what have you what have you worked on specifically? Like, you know, have you worked on like uh, books or short stories? Right now, I'm working on a children's book oh. um, that will be translated into three languages. Oh, are yes. you well, doing I mean, the translating? Well, I'm doing English. Um, my friend is doing Hungarian, and then my other friend is doing Chinese. Cool. Not bad. Yeah, fun stuff. And then I'm illustrating it, which is not my, not exactly like my most comfortable art form, but I'm trying really hard. So. But you know the story more. <laughs> so that makes up for it, right? Like yeah. I'm just trying really hard. Yeah, that's uh, that's what a lot of novelists say when they release the book and the re- reviews start coming. Is. Hey, I tried really hard, guys. <laughs> it's, it's like, like chill out. Figures. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, oh, no, just something fun. Mm. Um, do you have a title for it? Yeah. Well, yeah, can we uh, disclose anything? Right like, yeah. No, I can disclose it. It's okay. uh, Andor the Commodore. Oh. A Commodore is a, like a... Have you guys ever seen like the video, like the meme of the dog like walking into the lake and like it looks like a mop and like all of, like the mop fur just like floats on the top of the water? No. I think I have now that you. Yeah, I, yeah, I that's a commodore it. dog. Actually, it's a Hungarian breed. Oh, okay. So okay, like, um, okay. Yeah, they literally look like mops. Uh, they're really silly. I do like mop dogs. Yeah, <laughs> they're really silly looking. So I made a book about those it. dogs clean up. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's... that wasn't great. <laughs> I don't know what I was referring to there. Woo! <laughs> My mind was what just like, mops, easy. cleaning up. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm just kind of making that for fun. Um, so probably send it to a bunch of my students back in China. Very cool. Yeah. Um, so do you have an idea, like, when it would be ready for release at all? or? Uh, it kind of depends on... When, uh, when can we show up for the minute? Because it's release? all... Yes. The thing is, is, it's all written, but it's all... I need to illustrate all of it. Oh, so you're not done illustrating it. I, well, I've, like, done, like, the preliminary illustrations. I'm just going to, like, do them again digitally. Okay. I see. So it's... Do you have a Wacom it's tablet? It's a process. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, fun fact, I studied animation all through college at GVSU, where we all went. Yes. And, what? Uh, yeah. I did not have a tablet. <laughs> <laughs> and I took all of the animation classes. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So you were playing on hard mode. I did mode. it all with a mouse. Wow. I'm I'm hardcore. Yeah. No, yeah. that's old that's playing, that's playing on yeah. a hard mode right there. Yeah. It was. Uh, yeah. Microsoft Paint animation. There. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. So yeah. Kind of felt like that. Yeah. yeah. So is Microsoft Paint your uh, your? That's uh, my wheelhouse. Yeah, wheelhouse. <laughs> your bread and butter. Your yeah, your home. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but just kind of. There's go, somebody uh, listening. Like, hey, I like Microsoft Paint. It's a great. Program <laughs> groundbreaking. He's going off topic. Guys are being real jerks as I, usual. I used to like play around on Microsoft Paint all the time as a kid. I remember just being oh, like, yeah, "Oh absolutely. my gosh, this is so fun!" I know yeah. it was. It was yeah. great. Did you guys ever do the thing where you like 
make a bunch of scribbles like in black and then like you take all the different colors and you just fill in like yes the, yeah. no i was too oh, busy yeah. making so photorealistic uh replications yeah of course you were microsoft i'm sure paint. self-portraits <laughs> yeah. self-portraits of myself <laughs> on microsoft paint. did i print it out and put it on my wall <laughs> this is me <laughs> me <laughs> a wall of me yeah <laughs> um so what inspired you to like write that story? Like with the Um dog? well so my ex-boyfriend's name is Andor and he's Hungarian, he's doing the translating. Uh-huh. Um so he like had the idea for it and then I was like, I just took it too far. Um, <laughs> oh <laughs> so that's my good book. <laughs> Does that make sense? I was like, Well, why don't we just spend a whole day doing it? And then uh-huh. he was like, Okay. And he didn't say no, so... So it's a book now. So then I, like, just applied, like, the the Pixar, like, make a story, like, and because of that, and because of that, and because of that, and we made a story. And so can yeah. you go into more detail about what that is, that Pixar thing oh, you yeah. were talking about? Oh, yeah, I wish I had it up on my phone, but, um, so, like, <laughs> <laughs> basically, you have, like, once upon a time, there was a blah, 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 who, blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. Um, one day, they went to the store, and, um broke a really expensive vase because of that happens (laughs) because of that they got arrested because of that they oh this is gonna get dark because because of that they couldn't get a job after they got out of jail (laughs) because of you know like it just you just gosh blah 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 i feel so bad and since then um he's been really careful in supermarkets you know like that would be the story that was the you know? lesson for blah blah yeah. blah <laughs> there you go that's the lesson for blah 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 but he's super careful you can now. steal that story if you want chris you can have it can i can i you make can it a, make a, a children's a book, book and, about blah, yeah, blah, blah. animate it okay yeah cool. good for you man i, I think that would to, be great i need more animation in my reel so <laughs> I, can, I can do that um so like i guess my main point here is like overall like do you take a long time to like you know find inspiration for that like is there like a certain thing you do to like garner those ideas into like into story elements sure sure um i would like here's the thing is i'm not very consistent (laughs) (laughs) that's so unlike writers yeah right (laughs) Mm -hmm. um so like for my novel for example i went along a very like i I did the hero's journey for that yep yeah um i love the hero's journey yeah same same but like because i was like well you know this is a smaller story i really feel like i should just do something more simple like the pixar i see structure for that and it was easier for like andor to understand when we were talking about it mm-hmm. and so like that made more sense to do yeah yeah um so like i don't know i, I do i try to do something different every time i think it kind of helps me learn but it also like doesn't get a lot done because you're like oh my gosh this is so cool yeah why didn't i do it this way you follow all these threads (laughs) and possibilities god yes yeah so many threads that's kind of how i (laughs) that's kind of how it is when i'm writing for D &D, where i'm like oh but what if this happened oh wait no this oh but what if we did this but then this happened and then you are just sitting there like oh great i have like oh it's funny you bring that up because two nights ago i planned like a one shot with a uh, fellow DM at my house, and we were just like, he's like, wait, well, I don't really know how to get started. And I'm like, well, <laughs> wait, <laughs> let's <so>, do this. <laughs> so, so are you saying right now that you play D and D? Yeah. But, but yeah. you're a girl. Girls don't play D and D, right? Oh my god, Chris, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm making a social point. <laughs> well, <isn't, laughs> that it's not true. Isn't it that, like that the girls CEO do play D and D or something of D and D? That's like a, a woman now. And oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, she That's got cool. rid of like a lot of like the. What do you mean? Didn't know that, Chris? 
Okay. Excuse me? I'm going to have to tip so many carryouts to deal with this karma, that, this bad image hit that I'm taking right now. The point I'm trying to make is that a lot of people think of D&D and they're like a bunch of nerdy dudes sitting in their basement. While that happens... It's mostly that, but yeah. it, sometimes it, it can be nerdy girls sitting nerdy in their basement. Nerdy girls sitting in their basement. <laughs> yeah. So it's like... I, the point I was making was that it is uh, much broader and there's much more appeal to it than what society has kind of painted it as for so long. Yeah, I feel you. It, I mean, I, I kind of got into it because I noticed a girl um, that I was friends with wasn't really having a great time in her like all-male group. Um, I see. So I was like, let's just make our own group. Let's just do our own thing. <laughs> well, and I was like, I'll learn to be a DM. It'll be so fun. Uh-huh. And then uh, we did that. <laughs> <laughs> and so you were already going to accents, which which you, uh, you and I have talked yeah. about this. You, you, you do some DMing I'm just as well. weird. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's the perfect outlet for my weirdness. I, got, I, I completely yeah. agree. It's yeah. a perfect spot for all my personalities to talk with themselves. So, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. It's, it's excellent. Yeah, I love doing goblin uh, uh, voices. Brandon, uh, do you uh, have anything to add um, just to get this time? Get, yeah. get get me to stop yeah. talking about my multiple personalities. <laughs> <laughs> anything to add about his multiple personalities? Which I, one do you like the best? I've seen it firsthand <laughs> in many sessions. Uh, um, but no, I was gonna say like you know it's it's cool that you brought up D and D now because now I was gonna say like you know branches and like different types of storytelling that we you know create for ourselves in a sense and yeah. we mm-hmm. have two dungeon masters with us basically yeah, yeah. and i was gonna, actually going to ask you guys um what are your guys's um like what's how your thought process go like when you create a story like within dnd like one session or campaign i or, start with a villain you start with a villain, start with a villain. Yeah. interesting yeah and work down and like um, you know what that villain's goal is or like you know like what, sure, is, yeah. what their impact has on the world. Exactly. Like, you know, I usually I like I start with the villain and I make him good at first. And then I think of what would turn it bad. Interesting. And then once you have your villain and like his story, then you can like build under him like all of his minions and like, you know, the levels of kind of like foes that they will battle because of what he's doing and mm, that kind right. of thing. Yeah, that's that's definitely a lot more interesting than like you know the entity of evil has you know come upon us. <laughs> <evil. laughs> yeah, it's a lot more boring it compared to like, someone who's nails for breakfast and hates generally everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. so. Oh man, this guy's real believable. Oh. I relate to this guy. Chris, you, you missed out my SpongeBob reference. What, what was oh. the what was this? You said you ate a bowl of nails this morning. I'm like, yeah, so <laughs> without oh, any milk. A salty spittoon, how tough are you? <laughs> oh man, now I feel terrible. I, I hate missing SpongeBob references. Oh man. Dang. You can't, you can't go back. It's, oh. it's I, even in editing, I can't fix it, man. It's too late to apologize. That's fix it, it in post. <laughs> that's not funny that's not funny <laughs> that's not funny now i'm legitimately annoyed and frustrated <laughs> um so but what about you chris like what would you like uh so uh, obviously it? i only have one campaign that i can really point to because uh basically we've had zach Specken, well a previous guest of ours he friend of the pod he, friend of the pod, uh, pod. two-time <laughs> two, two, two guest uh been, been joked about a couple times for him showing up and then robin couple. showing up in his place instead uh but anyway um, he got me into D and D and he was living in Lansing for a while. So it was hard for him to keep coming over and running campaigns for us. So with Brandon and my brother, Kyle, I kind of was just like, Hey, what if I learned how to DM and we can do our own thing for when Zach's not here. 
and it's over a year later, and we are now still doing the same campaign. Zach has since moved over to this area and is now also playing multiple characters in yes. this campaign that I'm running. And basically, what I did was, you said you had a bad guy. Mm-hmm. I basically need a location. I need mm. a location first, and I need some lore. Because I like my places to feel real. And I like them to... I, I have a very George R. R. Martin approach where, if you've ever read Game of Thrones... He goes into such crazy detail about what people are wearing, uh, the the scene uh, of where they're they're at, the setting, the location, yeah, um, sigils, banners, all kinds of things, and goes into all this crazy detail and really paints that picture. And I want, I or at least I try. I hope I've been doing all right <laughs> with that. Uh, <laughs> try to have a good setting first, then after that, it's characters. And with characters, my process is basically. I try to figure out what their cornerstone is. And mm-hmm. and I kind of got a little bit of that from the show Westworld, where they're AI robots, essentially, in this Wild West. And it's a good show. They're basic, it's, it's a pretty good show. They're basically programmed uh, based on a cornerstone or a something that happens or s- something about them that shapes their whole personality and why they are the way they are. And so I basically try to come up with a cornerstone for <clears throat> all of my NPC characters. And why they are the way they are. And all their insecurities, all their, you know, why they're maybe prideful or not prideful. Their faults. Their mm. faults. And it's all based around something like you that. You see, I, I, I wing it a lot more. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I wing it a lot with, like, NPCs. Like, I uh-huh. obviously come up with the main people. But, like, right. I let my characters name and describe people that appear in the world. Like, for, for example... Um, uh, I told them once there was like a halfling uh-huh. hanging out in like the town square, and yeah. I let one of my characters named <laughs> <laughs> big mistake, but also pretty fun. Yeah, uh, they named him Peter Pancakes. So, uh, <laughs> Classic. <laughs> um, nice. So she named him Peter Pancakes, and then so uh, I just made him the most like spiritually pure being on the planet, oh, like yeah, like. Oh hello, I'm Peter Pancakes. Like, you know, this <laughs> is my want? wife and kids. Aren't they beautiful? I just love them so much. I'm a baker at the local inn. I'm just, I'm so nice. And they just like hated it. <laughs> <laughs> Anything good, they, they hated hate. it. They were like, he has, there, he has to be evil. There's no way he's this good. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, you guys literally oh created gosh. him. He is not like super, but he became yeah. instrumental yes. to the plot. That happens all the time. He became like a touchstone in the town. So I was oh like, well, gosh, I guess yes. he's he's a part of this now. We got Peter Pan, and they ended up loving him at the end. Like they were like really emotional about leaving the town but also like leaving peter pancakes and i'm like what a plot twist because i thought you guys would hate him forever i i thought peter would die (laughs) also i make characters just to piss them off sometimes um Hmm. oh yeah it's, that's part of the fun too it's part of the fun hmm. i love trolling them <laughs> yeah hmm. it, yeah no my own party my 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 people that i uh, yeah. dm for where that's what we're up to like seven now six of us yeah there's a bunch yeah, of seven us. uh basically i i have yeah like what you're talking about i have a peter pancakes as well where i have a yeah. character that i didn't intend for this character to be something and then they've made it something and now it's like <laughs> okay I guess gloves coming off. Peter this Pancakes is, is in, yeah. everyone. Yeah, but I'm not going to disclose the character. Nice try, Brandon. You will not find out who that character or I know character who she are. is. No, 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 you don't. <laughs> Brandon is all knowing over here. Like, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking eyes. about. And the few listeners who are part of that party will probably know who she is. So, no, 
<laughs> well, well I think now. my players definitely know when I'm like messing with them because I made this character named uh, Farmer Jenkins. Pig farmer Jenkins. <laughs> Farm- yeah. I'm Farmer Jenkins. I'm the pig farmer. And like, uh, so he would just talk their ear off like uh-huh. about unnecessary things. Like they'd be like, but. <laughs> What animal did you see at the corner of your field? And you'd just be like, well, I was over there picking a flower for my wife. But then I saw a bumblebee, so I thought maybe I should follow the bumblebee. And then, like, I felt I followed the bumblebee and for a long time, and then I forgot where I was. But then I saw... Sir. But then I saw... Sir. And they'd be like, what did you see? And I'm like, well... See, and that's what I'm talking about. You need stuff like that to keep the world interesting. If all of your NPCs are just generic information, information dumps it's boring as heck yeah how can i help you today you have to have characters that are trying to deceive you trying to befriend you Mm -hmm. and everything in between yeah Mm -hmm. and that's why it's like there's times where i will and this you'll get a little inside track here brandon where people will ask for a price of an (laughs) item and sometimes i'll give them a price that i know is correct some that are low and some that are ridiculously high yes and the people who know how much it should cost zach is like really it's this amount of gold for this and i'm like yep that's how much i'm selling it for Mm. and he'll give me the coy look and it's just like you want to make a persuasion check or something or an insight on this i've gotten a lot better at that since i've had to haggle for things in china (laughs) insight check persuasion. but like my girls in my campaign would just pay whatever for whatever they want yeah i'm like uh uh guys you could like but "But it's so beautiful you described it just how i wanted it and i'm like yeah but if you you want to pay me all of your money you can you can haggle you can pay me all of the fake money you want. I yeah, don't care. Exactly. Yeah. Like, now, I don't know if we've discussed this on the episode yet, but had they, when you were in China, did you um, play Dungeons and Dragons over there with some friends at all? Or was yeah, it only a yeah. OPS thing? Well, you know, like I got really antsy about like two months in where I was like, I'll play Dungeons and Dragons. Get the itch. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, and I had brought all my books and everything. Oh, cool. Um, Perfect. Did you, what did you bring your dice? Was, huh? Did you bring your dice, though? Of course though? I did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I almost brought my dice here today to show you my new ones, but... Um, oh, you should I, have. I, I didn't because I didn't want to seem super weird. No. I, I got them, like, right in here. <laughs> like We're it, weird nothing, people. They get to it. going off topic. We're nerds and weirdos. <laughs> yeah. like, that's who we are. We're trying so hard not to be labeled a nerd cast, but we've, oh, well. we, we I mean, are. Oh, well. Have we you are. seen this room? Like... <laughs> We're yeah. trying. I I have been like staring down Captain America for like. Yeah, he's trying. To, he's time. he's just giving you just the American spirit to stay strong. It's, it's a it's a blanket that covers reverb. That's yeah. <laughs> reason why he's here. Yeah. Um, yeah. What was I talking about? No, uh, uh, Dungeons and Dragons. In oh, China. yeah, 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 yeah. Dungeons and Dragons in China. Yeah. So um, I was on Tinder in China, and I was talking about Dungeons and Dragons with some dude on Tinder, and yeah. then. Because that's all I'm interested about. Um, <laughs> that's and then, all, all my likes in my yeah, bio. Exactly, yeah, exactly, exactly. So then I was like, yeah, man, I just really want to play Dungeons and & Dragons. And he's like, oh, I'm like part of this WeChat group. Uh, I'll just add you. And I was like, really? <laughs> he's like, yeah, man. Okay, weirdo. And then he never talked to me again. But well, that's a, I got you. to play Dungeons & Dragons. No, that's uh, that's honestly a best-case scenario for yeah, a Tinder. Yeah, it was a best-case scenario. And so like... You know, some dude posted on the WeChat group, hey, I'm having some people over to my house, Uh like my apartment, to play Dungeons and Dragons. Who's in? And so I was like, I don't know these people. (laughs) This is very dangerous. Yeah. I'm just going to go to this random dude's house in Shanghai. (laughs) 
So I did it. <laughs> it was, so anyway, I started rolling. Sorry, mom. I was a little bit dangerous, but it was worth it. Uh, and uh, they were all super nice and nerdy. And I met my friend Josh, um, and he runs games now every week in Shanghai, like one shots. Um, See, so that's yeah. And like we were really, like the first. We were like yeah. I was like one of the first people to like he tested you know, his method yeah. on us. Yeah. And I, it was super the fun. The guinea pig. Is it yeah. common in China at all? Or is it more um, like a niche kind of so thing? So, like, uh, when you're a foreigner in Shanghai, like, mm. you stick with other foreigners. Yeah. Because, like, everything's scary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, there's definitely, like, a pretty big community. I wouldn't say it's, like, common. Like, I a see. lot of Chinese people don't really know about it. Right. Yeah. Um, but... You know, it's getting there. It's catching on. That's cool. It's catching on. Like it's you can't really find the books anywhere, but like there's PDFs floating around, of course. Oh yeah, you know, gotta love PDFs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) So I feel like it could become big in China. Like yeah, I mean, like it's the creativity like Mm -hmm. of it. You can just like customize any way you want to. It doesn't matter where you're from. Yeah, I I later played games with Josh where we had like 13 people in the group like that's that is and you pure insanity you, you told me about that yeah and, and i was wrapping my head around it because yeah. us just it's having six or seven people is <laughs> very chaotic yes. i actually and not the neutral kind i was actually just i just had this thought in my head i feel like doesn't dnd like in other countries it's probably like one of the coolest things ever because like yeah because like in the United States and in the UK, like we have a subset culture where we think of fantasy in one way and we use elements from like Western mm-hmm. culture into our D and D. Doesn't matter like who we are. But like, you know, in other countries, for instance, you know, like out in Asia or, you know, Africa or Europe, like there'll be different types of culture put into the D and D campaign. Sure, so like, you'll yeah. see a lot more like yeah. various, you know, um, like it was always fun we we had some chinese people play with us uh, Mm -hmm. because josh is like a translator and knows a bunch of cool people yeah um so like it was always really cool to see like what they would do in the scenario or like the characters is where it really came out was like what they made their moralities and their like you know Mm -hmm. just everything about i feel like that's like really interesting to do so like if i ever like had the opportunity to like do D &D with people from another country i would totally do it just to like see what their personalities and what they're well you i feel like you don't this is this is what i always say i was like you don't know who a person is until you play D D with them gosh i literally so true. i literally had this really nice friend i knew i've known for years <laughs> you probably know uh her girlfriend mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. she went to school with us but like so i made like a birthday D D one shot oh, right cool. yeah so you know they're all playing 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 and i'm like why is she doing everything so evil like <laughs> she i made her like a paladin character or something oh that's funny so she was and like, she was yeah. no it was a cleric i think a cleric oh, and man. she and everything she did i was like you but like <laughs> you're so nice yeah <laughs> <laughs> right you know who knows uh, you never know <laughs> you never know what you could get well and see that's there's kind of like a term for that for people who don't really know D. it's sort of like the murder hobo Mm. And basically what that is, is it's like when new players get into D&D, they want to test the limits of what they can and can't do because they get told you can do anything. And yeah. they're like, oh, anything? Well, I want to punch that dude in the face. And it's like, okay, you sure? you, okay, <laughs> yeah. you can make an attack roll. You can punch in the guy in the face. And, you know, and it's like, oh, I can do that. And it's like, yeah, you just did. And now that person's pissed. And now yeah. the guards are coming your way. Hey, like, there's what? consequences. Get kicked out of town. Like, yeah. yep. that's on you, pal. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, but I just go back in. Okay. But the guards are 
recognize you and you they they kick you out and it's like oh well i'm gonna try a second time okay now they're hostile towards you they're now going they're to attack beat you. you up like <laughs> it's like and it's like okay well i won't fight them okay they all gang up on you you are down to zero hit points you are dead this character yeah. is done you cannot play this character anymore yeah i always try to like mm-hmm. my it doesn't matter like what character i have and what you know morality scale they're at like i i always kind of play it safe but just because i want to play as long as i can <laughs> like, yeah exactly <laughs> i mean you get attached to a character so when you've played a character for a long time and that character dies it actually is kind of an emotional thing yeah yeah i played like a you like get attached a, to it i played i played this paladin right like a few times in shanghai and mm-hmm. i was like kind I of attached paladins. like i was kind of attached to her you know like <laughs> yeah because like my character was like one of the only ones being a good person yeah yeah right yeah i you know i got like uh my body was taken over by like a ghost or a spirit or whatever when that happens yeah so then like all the other characters start beating her up to try to get the spirit get out of there demon get out i'm like none of this is helping you idiots (laughs) (laughs) and like so because like my spirit was like trapped like i couldn't say anything Uh outwardly in the game and so like they were they literally like i think she was on like one she is on one health like i haven't played with her since but like so close to dying just like so, Catherine, <laughs> what do you think makes a good story? And this can be D&D related or beyond. Mm. Um, I think it's the buy-in. Like, that's why, buy-in. I, that's why I ask my players, like, for little details. Like, for example, I'll have them help name the inn or Interesting. I'll have them, like, oh, what color is the flower in front of me? You know, like, yeah. that kind of thing. What does it smell like? Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like that's, like, the little things that, and I was taught that by the DM who kind of taught me. Mm. So and I still use engaged. it because I'm like I love this rule. It's so great. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, and it makes your life easier too because you does. don't have to come up with everything. Yeah, yeah. So because while we're DMs and we we set a lot of the story, a mm-hmm. lot of the rest we'd leave unwritten because the players write in the rest right. so it's really a co like me right yeah like, <laughs> like really brandon is a co-writer of this campaign yeah. Yeah, whether exactly. he knows it or not because his actions and his choices flesh the narrative yeah. and was made if... me it's like he writes a prompt and then i write the the prompt to follow mm-hmm. yeah. and then the, my players yeah. write the next yeah prompt. and i always say to like my players like i don't care what kind of character you make yeah or what you want to be you can be whatever you want my job is to work around that and yeah. to fit it into mm-hmm. the world yeah exactly so i mean obviously you can't be all powerful <laughs> yeah i want to be the god of this realm yeah uh, okay, okay well uh let's roll up your, your initial stats maybe first. we can get there <laughs> we can get there a lot of a lot of single this. digits are rolling here okay yeah, we'll yeah, get not, not a powerful ooh. god all right <laughs> oh so you're um, gonna be kind of a funny guy <laughs> <laughs> you know it's funny because like i was just thinking about like you guys you know like your dms and you make the story mm-hmm. and stuff I always had this like thought in my head. I'm like, what if I was DM? Well, my games would never like go anywhere because I'm so detail oriented when I write stuff. It does so, take like, a lot of time. It's like, for instance, like I'm doing a short story currently that's going to be finished. Uh, who knows when? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like, it's very like visually detailing. I'm describing every element that's around me visual wise. Like I'm mm-hmm. describing mm-hmm. every like no. thought, motion, action anything George and like, Martin style. basically yeah and like you know if i like if i was dm we wouldn't be playing i'd still be writing the story <laughs> no it, and and you can attest to this Catherine. uh it it takes it takes a lot of time i mean writing yeah. is it's it's a lot of work yeah but- it certainly does but also like uh i 
wing a lot of my stuff just mm-hmm. because like if i can see it in my brain i don't have any problem describing it yeah like it's been weird because i like you know i've been writing this one shot with somebody new who i've never written with before mm-hmm. blah 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 so like i'm like oh my gosh we have to put so much detail into this because we're uh-huh. both gonna run it separately or yeah. you know maybe we'll be together i don't know exactly. i don't know yet so like we have to write everything down and i'm like this is weird yes <laughs> you mean i can't just like you know make up a character's voice on the spot and then just okay. run with it <laughs> okay, so i have to know what everybody sounds like so. and so for those who don't know a one shot in D is basically like it's only meant to be a session and that's it and it's like a beginning middle end and mm-hmm. that's the one, story one it's night. one time three act play one opportunity to seize everything Hopefully you've ever limited wanted. to around three hours. <laughs> if, Hopefully. Yeah. 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 The thing that, it, that last session, that was a long, long one. Well, it, yeah. And you, it's, it's a big, they're in the middle of a big battle. Three already, separate yeah, battles at I, once. I may or not have. Oh, he's told me. I have yeah. told Catherine yeah. and I, I, because she's another DM, I have confided in her my deep, dark he secrets of what. burning. Yeah, so I, I I already secret. told her everything that has been planned and prepped, and so she knows everything uh, about yeah, about yeah. what you guys are dealing with right now. Sorry, we gossiped. We gossiped. I, uh, you know, I I'm not I'm not surprised uh, <laughs> because I, I because we had taken like three or four weeks before we were getting to this battle, and so I was like, well, I gotta tell somebody I gotta about tell this. Tell somebody about yeah, because I'm just sitting here waiting to play. Yeah, and, tell uh, me about it. Yeah, so basically, and we you know we didn't play this weekend either. So basically, oh, it's no. gonna be another. So part two of the battle is has to wait till maybe next yeah, weekend. Well, so. if it makes you feel better, my campaign's been waiting a year for me to get back uh, from China, and that's so hard. It's like at that point. It's yeah. almost like, unless you have good notes, it's like, I don't Starting even remember over. what happened. Yeah. yeah. I, I have decent notes. I keep notes during my That's games. Good. Um, but like at the same time, it's been a year. Yeah. Like, you know, it's, it's hard and to get back into it. I'm glad though. Like I, so we left off where they're in like a drug dream. Okay. Yeah. Those are always stressful. <laughs> they took drugs. Hey, <laughs> nice. <Maybe>. Um, <laughs> so they have to have some dream about their ancestors and then they have to all write, they have to write their own okay. dream. And then they like, that's how we come back into the game. Yeah. I, I did something like that with my players where they were oh, dealing yeah. with a night yeah. hag, which uh, is a, a kind of an enemy in D and D where yeah. basically they can affect your dreams and this and that. And I gave all my players like a choice and this is a little a meta for them because they, they've never heard this described, but I gave them all a choice, a good choice and a bad choice. And both choices are feasible. Mm. It's just mm-hmm. one was going to come with consequences, yep. but also was going to come with power. So if they took the bad choice, they were going to get more powerful, mm. but there was going to be a trade-off. You see, I, I told them that they could learn some quirky skill. From their dr- their drug dream, so you can like, now do hopscotch like a champ. Yeah, honestly, that's wow. something like that. I was like, what do you want your ancestors to teach you? Oh. <laughs> I'm like, uh, and if you come to me with something too broad, I'm gonna narrow it down and make it really obscure. Yeah, that's, I love it when that happens. Yeah, and be like, now your fingernails grow long very quickly. Yeah, you're welcome. What a skill. You have to trim them daily. <laughs> oh, that kind of hurt. But I'll say blood, but how that kind of hurt. <laughs> I have claws, but it's really just my fingernails grow and they uh, break if I, oh, oh, just think about that hurts. <laughs> sorry, oh, sorry guys oh. about these oh, it, it hurts yeah <laughs> yikes a, ouch um yeah maybe not like that yeah. but something something fun fun yeah, yeah like that you know they all know how to make flower crowns that's something they learned in the game <laughs> 
<laughs> I always forget that I taught them that, and then like one time, one of them made it. Like uh-huh. when we we're at the end of the, they're like, "I make a flower crown for I you see. know, like the you know the yep. spirit of the forest or whatever." Yeah. And I'm like, "When did you? Oh yeah, I forgot." Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> we all learned how to make flower crowns one one session. <laughs> so I think yeah. I I told you this, and this character. When I first started this campaign, it was Kyle and Brandon, and I was like, well, they might need hand, and they don't have a healer. So I made a character, Jorah, who is going to be this paladin who's also like a sellsword who's going to assist them on this mission, uh, the very first mission. And he ended up becoming such a beloved character in just the first couple sessions with him that he became a mainstay in the party. And now yep. Jorah, this this Aussie kind of paladin, kind of rough around the edges, tough type guy. Uh, Jealous you can do Australian, I can't. <laughs> I can't. Uh, you know, kind of a foul-mouthed sailor kind of guy. Uh, he basically is now, like, he's a full-fledged party member. Oh, yeah, I and have one of those because I got yeah. jealous. I was like, hey, you guys are having so much fun. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's my mindset too. So, you, okay, so full disclosure, that was part of it too. It was like, I kind of, I like, we were, I want to be, I want to be in on this too. Yeah. So, you know, I, you know, play him like he's my guy kind of. And then I have another character, uh, Mayhew, who is also a character who, again, just became part of the party. Yeah. And he's this kind of effeminate warlock guy. tied to him. And uh, uh, Brandon's character, his fate is basically tied to Mayhew's. Because I died. Oh, boy. Because Brandon died in the very first session. I killed Brandon off in the very first <laughs> session, which I was Cruel. Uh, I could not believe it. But basically, he got brought back. Uh, and But the, the catch is, is that if something happens to Mayhew, it affects Galander. Uh, so he's got to protect but Mayhew. He, and but if anything happens to me, he's fine. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. And, May, back. and Mayhew could not be more different from Jorah. <laughs> So, like, Jorah is the tough, rough-around-the-edges guy, and Mayhew is just, like, the let's-go-pick-flowers kind of. Oh, like. yeah. I was ready for the leveling. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm like, like, if you're going to do the Mayhew voice, I'm going to have to lower you I'm down not gonna so do, much. I'm not going to do the Mayhew voice because some of our new players in our session uh, oh, have not right. ever met Mayhew. So right. I, I don't I feel like I can't disclose okay, good. Mayhew yet. I don't have to so, yeah, work yeah. on it. I have my character that I... Play <laughs> in the campaign I DM. Uh-huh. Uh huh. He's like, so one of my characters fell in love with his brother. Uh huh. And then, so, you know, when they were leaving the town, yeah. like the one they fell in love with was like, find my brother. He's been missing. You know, yeah. of course. Uh-huh. <laughs> You'll find him, won't that's you? How of all course. Loves, that's how oh, all the yeah. love stories yeah, start. Yeah, Dragonborn Brothers. Yeah. So, like, uh-huh. uh, he's magical and he's like, but he like lost his memory. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they find him like working as a potter, like <laughs> in a neighboring town, and he's so proud of his like. You're bowls a potter, and his Harry. Cups. He's like, he's like, would you like a bowl? It's all I know how to make, but they're so perfect. Uh. <laughs> and they're just like, what is going on? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's 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 a, there's a lot of threads going on. Mm-hmm. Threads. But I think like the the main thing about this is that like storytelling and writing in general, mm-hmm. like it's so like expansive that any like any element that you can think of, you can easily put into writing. Yeah, at and, some point. And, and I'd yeah. also just like to say, um, you don't have to be a writer by trade. You don't have to be even what you consider a creative person by trade to be a writer. Um, oh yeah, or be an artist. I, there's there's been this kind of movement lately that I really agree with mm-hmm. that. 
you don't have to be good at writing or singing or dancing or making art or or any of that kind of stuff or a filmmaker or whatever. Uh, if you get enjoyment out of it, it doesn't matter what your day job is or what you do uh, or how good you are at it. If it brings you enjoyment, like you like doing it, you should yeah. pursue it. Yeah, and, easily. And you don't have to um, feel uh, subconscious or self-conscious about the quality if it's, you know, bringing you joy. Well, that's kind of why I like created the group that I did as my first group is I wanted to just feel really comfortable playing with them. Like they're yeah. all people I've known almost my whole life. Yeah. Like, you know, so like, you know, when we get together, yeah. it's just like a new level to our, our relationships, which exactly. is great. Yeah. Yeah. And it's super comfortable and mm -hmm. we just all enjoy it. It's just pure fun. Exactly. And, and my mom is always like, oh, it's so nice to hear you girls giggling downstairs. <laughs> and I'm like, well, <laughs> you know, how much more wholesome can it get, you know? Yeah. Is this from the top of Mount Crumpet where she's planning to yes, steal Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's what we call our house. <laughs> top of Mount Crumpet. Yes. Um, yeah. So basically, it's one of these things where um, storytelling is something anybody can do. Uh, and it's really just something that what what would you feel is an important thing to tell? Yeah, I mean, like or talk I've, about I've never explore. been I've never been a writer. I'm doing a short story right now just because yeah. I'm like, oh, I got inspired by this show, like the el visual elements of this show, and like I'm like, I want to do something like this. Like, yeah. not my story is not at all similar to the show itself, um, over the garden wall, but like, I like, I like those elements Great show. Mm -hmm. and I'm like, I, I mm. want to like do something from this. And I just, I just wrote and like, I did not see myself doing this at all. So it's just kind of, which anybody can do it. Really. Which brings up a good point is, uh, stories can also be good inspiration for other aspects of your creativity. Um, you know, it's like, it's amazing how you can see something like over the garden wall and it inspires you to write, um, and there's plenty of times where things can cross creative platforms too, where maybe you see a movie and then it reminds you of something and you want to maybe, I'm not this person, obviously, but dance, do a dance number that is inspired sure? by uh, <laughs> a movie. Uh, That's something I'd like to see. Not that, not that uh, anybody will uh, see anytime soon. Uh, <laughs> I'm still working on it. I'm working on the, on the, the, the twirls and stuff. Don't worry um, about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you've got a good point. Like what I was saying, or well, I you know I told you guys about pumpkins earlier. Yeah. So like I listened to a, an episode about paleontology the other day, um, and that like that's the study of pails, right? Yes, exactly. Yes. Metal um, pails, <laughs> pale, pails, pale yeah, culture. Like, you know, carrying sand back and forth. Pale skin. I love um, it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, that really inspired my new one shot. Uh, it just like adds like a nice twist. So like anything you like in your life. Mm -hmm. It can just be in your writing, mm -hmm, and yeah. it's great to have a bajillion interests because it just makes everything better. Yeah, I yeah. agree. There's even some um, sound design stuff I've done personally for me. Like, no one's going to listen to it yet, but like, it's, like, more or less a soundscape, and, like, it kind of brings an idea of something. Like, oh, hey, here's something about, you know, like a like an emotion in a sense. And, like, you know, you're going through the woods or like you're going through a city, you're going through all this stuff. And like, you know, I'm telling a story without any words at all, but like, you know, it's bringing the themes and messages without really telling you except through, you know, sound effects and background noise, ambience and et cetera, et cetera. But like, you know, it's like that kind of thing, you know, it's just a never, another level of storytelling really. Like, Which, you know. you know, it's good that you mentioned that because that's also a great way to take your D and D game to the next notch. Just saying, I play some, uh, 
either video game music or I play... <laughs> uh, <laughs> Who like, do you think you're talking or, or to? Or I'll play like ambient noises. Well, funny you say that. We do the same thing. <laughs> oh, we, we do cute. a lot. We do a lot of Dolly Pardon. Uh, we, <laughs> light, we, we light candles. I used to have like this little light that would make like water on the ceiling, <laughs> mm. which because... Yeah, you know, no, like, it's incredible. I, I just, relaxing. I'm just too extra. I think we, maybe too, we like candles to, too. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, you're, it's that one of right there behind you. Oh, <laughs> yeah. your D and D candle. One of them. No, my my <laughs> dream is to uh, one one day own a house. We'll see if that happens. Uh, and then two, also have like a this room. Smells really good. Thank you. Right, it does smell. He has like good smelling candles. I, I yeah. like. I I don't like smelly places. You shelled so out. Like you the, went for Yankee candle. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. That's that's creme de la creme. Um. <laughs> like I said, that's one of my joys. That's actually this. one of the scents, creme de la creme. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> uh, so one of my yeah, dreams is to have uh, a room that is a game room for other things where I can watch like football, Michigan football, go hey. blue, uh, and also uh, all kinds of other sports, uh, Olympics and all, all that stuff, uh, but also have like video games and then have a big, nice oak table with maybe even a digital board in the center. My where dream is a, a round table. table. A round table? I want a round table. Round table is actually a, probably a better idea. I want it. I, I want to be, like, be like King Arthur. Yeah, with his knights. the knights of the round. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, as my roommate's dingy coffee table, he got glass, for two bucks. Glass <laughs> coffee table, yeah. <laughs> that he got for two bucks. Yeah. <laughs> that has a broken leg, too. Well, that's, no, what, not that's one. what my Four. sisters are planning on starting, is they want to have, like, a place in Grand Rapids where there's, like, yeah. um, screens under the table. So, like, you told DMs me about that. can, like, upload that's uh, cool. their maps and stuff into there. And, yeah. Yeah, so this is, uh, like, kind of a business venture they're yeah. planning yeah. on taking on. Yeah. Um, so is there anything... You want to say about that? Any kind of like shout out? I, I don't know. Uh, it's called like the Oracle. Or That's yeah. <laughs> I see. And, That's and, it. And if there's any kind of like, do they have like uh, any kind of like Patreon or anything? I don't then, think so. Not yet. Almost. Like if you wanted yeah. to plug. Stay tuned. I'm a little yeah. too early. I should have come on this show. Uh, like, I see. I see. Maybe a month from now. Because <laughs> dang it. Because as like a big tabletop gaming fan, I would support the heck out of that. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's funny. Like you're not the first person that came on the show was something that wasn't created yet we have a, one of our friends spencer mm-hmm. and christian they spencer were spencer king a, and uh, christian brigandall yep they were yep. saying they're gonna do a podcast called sequelman and then you know about a year later they made it yeah, yeah. so it's just kind of cool like hey they're you know, out there this hey. oracle thing could get big you know like it this is the first time i mentioned so yeah yeah <laughs> So it's, it's not the first point. time. Yeah, absolutely. So it's like a preview. It's like, ooh, you, got your, you really got your finger to the got, pulse of Grand Rapids over here. <laughs> wow. Going off topic has the insight that you desire. You gotta have something to do out here. A very specific, obscure knowledge. Yes. Uh, yeah. You're not the only one cursed with this knowledge. Yes. <laughs> <sighs> well, I think I think that about settles up for this episode. So I thank you. Yeah. It did the sigh cue our listeners in on that. <sighs> yes. Okay. Well, now it's time. All right. Time for Brandon to shut it off. <laughs> no, but seriously, thank you for coming on the show, Catherine. Yes. Yeah, really thanks appreciate for having, having me. On. What a fun time. Yes. Um, do you have any plugins or anything you do personally you want to like share for the listeners to check out uh, at all? Well, actually, I'm getting off of all social media um, because it's wrong. 
<laughs> yes. Uh, so, <laughs> so no. <laughs> That's why going off topic is based on. Uh, you look know. for Ondor the Commodore on Apple Books at some point. It'll that's probably what's going to be, be free. Apple Books. There we go. That's cool. that's something right there. So there you go. Go ahead and check it out. Are you gonna? Is it gonna be like in stores at all? Or is it just gonna be no, digital? No, I'm just, just gonna make digital? it digital. I think. Yeah, that's, you know? that's I mean, that's what, what the. This is 2020. You know? Yeah. Get Who needs I, paper? Who needs sorry, paper I'm, or I'm, publishers? Yeah, I'm stuck in the past. Not me. <laughs> I'm so old that I've just yeah. I remember books that were actual books and not uh, in these yeah, little think, computer ooh, things. Oh, every time you say something like that, you another wrinkle more, pops more up wrinkles. on your, yeah. Okay, yeah, we need Boink. to end this episode immediately. <laughs> <laughs> I need to go put the creams on my face. <laughs> all of them. The, the regimen to, all, all to, 20 to creams. get rid of yes. uh, the wrinkles. Fix me. Well, while Chris is putting out his cream, just want to thank you listeners for this episode and tune in next time. Oh, the creams! <laughs> tune in next time for our next guest. Just want to thank you for joining us and have a wonderful day. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Yes. May your travels take you to Ah, warm sands. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, listeners. Thank you again for checking out this new episode of the Going Off Topic podcast. If you like this episode or hearing our lovely voices, go ahead and give us a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or a positive review on all our podcasting platforms, which now includes Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Google Play, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. For more information or updates about the channel, go ahead and check us out on Facebook or Instagram. Chris and I want to thank you again for listening to us going on topic. We hope to see you again on the next episode. See you around, listeners. One of my favorite times in life where I just found random currency was I was I was a swimmer back in high school, and we were all, like, having our little meeting or, like, team Wait, so meeting. you were a waterbender in high school? I was, Continue. I was a waterbender and Squirtle Squad for life. It was my <laughs> destiny. I was – I am water-based. Good for you. Uh, Good so, for you. basically, I was just kind of, like, sitting in the water – and it was kind of cold, so I'm starting to kind of like bunch up a little bit and kind of start to like go into survival mode uh, in this Texas pool. Uh, and basically, our coach is talking, and I just look in the water, and floating in the water is a $20 bill that just yes. floats toward me. And I'm like, <laughs> what? Is this real? And I take it out, and it's obviously floppy because, you know, it's been wet right. um and so basically i look it over it doesn't look fake doesn't look like monopoly money so i was like oh heck yeah i'm gonna get some sausage biscuits at the lunch cafeteria <laughs> line when i get back this is like a hot dog yeah. i could actually eat today uh not that i wasn't eating i, I had i was <laughs> <you> sure <laughs> i was just a swimmer so i needed even more food than normal